Welcome to Forget the Norm, the podcast that will help you let go of society's outdated timelines. I'm Sophia. Are you ready for a chat? Hey guys, and welcome to the very first episode of Forget the Norm. I'm Sophia, and I'm your host for this podcast. And today I wanted to talk to you guys about when quitting is a great idea. I feel like quitting has this negative connotation that it means that you've disappointed yourself or someone else or that you maybe shouldn't have even started in the first place. And I really want us to get rid of that idea because I think that it can be so, so toxic for those of us who are just willing to go out there and experiment and try different things. That sort of childlike mentality of wanting to sort of dig in and figure things out for yourself, get those scratches on your knees before you realize that, you know, that might make you trip and fall is so important and quitting or making quitting such a negative thing is taking away from our sort of courage to go into these things and sort of explore them and try to figure out whether they're a good fit for us, whether they're going to bring us any joy. And my point with this podcast is to try to help you dig deep into yourself and figure out if you are equipped with knowing when quitting is the best choice. I think that Well, my hopes for this are that this will give you the courage to dive deeper into things the next time because you know that you're able to tell when too far is too far or when you're just getting faced with one of those challenges that are part of the growing curve. To help give an example for what I'm going to try to teach you guys, I'm going to tell you a little story and I think that there's a handful of people listening to this podcast that might know exactly what I'm talking about and if you're that person, you know who you are and you're going to realize in approximately two minutes, but... I worked at a summer camp for two years in a row, back in 2017 and 2018, and these were some of the best summers of my life. I had a blast. I learned so much about myself and others. Um, this was in New York, by the way. I was like flying out across an ocean to this place where I didn't know anybody, where I ended up making some of my best friends to this day. And the first year I went as a counselor and I had a blast. Don't get me wrong, it was so hard. At some point I was crying wanting to come home and I thought that all of my kids who I was taking care of hated me, but I sort of learned through experience. I dove in and I made the mistakes and I learned from them and I ended up having so, so much fun. The problem came the year after that when I got asked to go back as a group leader and I told myself, you know what, like it's going to have challenges, it's not going to be easy, but you managed last year so you're going to manage to sort of learn as you go and as you do it what the best thing to do is and it's going to be fine. Spoiler alert, it wasn't fine. (laughs) And not only was it not fine, it took a gigantic toll on my mental health. Something that's really important for us to address is the fact that our pride and our ego can really get in the way of us figuring out what's best for us. And that's definitely the case with that summer at summer camp for me. I had a lot of things going on at home. My granddad was really, really sick. Um, I had a lot of things going on with my dog who my parents were taking care of. And also the work itself was very, very depleting. I didn't sleep a lot of hours. I was always on my feet. And I was doing an office job during the year, so I wasn't fit enough for something like that. But all of those things aside, I just wasn't the right person for the job. There it is. I wasn't the right person for the job. And we have such a hard time admitting to that. And I feel like 
you, when you're listening to this, you're probably going to resonate with this because it is so hard for us to admit, hey, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I suck at this and be okay with it because we've just been sort of programmed to think that we have to excel at everything we do. And I think this comes from a very early age when we're in high school and we're getting told that if we're not part of three different clubs and taking AP classes and acing our exams, that we're never going to be anything in life. And I think that that mentality carries with us into adulthood where we start to believe that if we fail at something or we're bad at something, we're horrible, we're terrible. And I remember my, we call them village leaders. So she was the girl that was directly above me. She sat me down. I had two weeks left of summer to go, right? So I pulled through until when I had two weeks left. Summer camps are like, I think seven weeks long. So that was a big deal. It was over the halfway mark. And she sat me down and she asked me, how do you think you're doing? (laughs) And I remember saying, terrible. I think I'm doing a terrible job. And I might not have said it that directly, but that's what I was trying to get across. And she sort of told me, you know what? Like, we can find you a new position here. We can make you a counselor like you were last year. We can give you like a new position in the office if you're interested. But we don't think this is the right fit for you. And then she asked me, how do you feel about this? And I burst out crying, guys, like actual flooding tears because I felt this weight get lifted off my shoulders. And I told them that I said, I'm, I think this is the right decision. Like, I'm very happy that you asked. I'm so relieved. I'm, you know, glad that I don't have to make that decision anymore because she she essentially told me like, you're not doing a good job. Like we're going to have to replace you. She said it as nicely as she could. And she's probably listening to this podcast. So if you are, hi. But the point of the story is that, you know, I ended up leaving the day after I think it was, and I ended up not taking a different counselor position. And the reason for that was, well, it was twofold. One, I really wanted to come home and help out with what was going on here. But the second one is I don't think that I had the right level of emotional sort of energy to put my pride aside and say, you know what, let me be a counselor. Because that essentially meant that I was stepping down, right? I was going to a position that was lower ranked. And I was not at the right place to do a good job in that position either. Like I was probably not going to give it justice and and do what it deserved. So the reason I went on this rant is because I wanted to equip you guys with something I've learned the hard way for myself, which is that the right time to quit isn't when you're like, okay, it's time to quit. It's when you're starting to ask questions. When you're starting to ask yourself, what am I doing in this job? What is this job bringing to me? I am so tired. Why do I do this every morning? If you're waking up every morning and going, why am I going to work? I hate this. I don't want to do this. That might be your sign that you need to quit. Because I think, at least for me, and this could be very different for everybody. I'm not a psychologist. (laughs) But I think that that's the biggest sort of difference between when you're getting challenged and when you need to quit something. When you're getting challenged, the questions you'll find yourself asking is, how am I going to deal with this? What is the solution for this? How do I solve this problem? And when you're getting ready to quit, the questions you're asking yourself is, why am I doing this? Why am I trying to find a solution to this problem? What is this bringing me? So I wanted to challenge you guys to start thinking about it in that way. And I know that some of these decisions are going to be very hard because we have bills to pay. We have contractual obligations sometimes. We can't just drop out and leave anytime we feel like it. 
And because of that, we've also started to not take action because we think taking action is too scary. And that's the second point of what I was trying to get at is that just because you've realized that it might be time to quit doesn't mean you need to quit the next day. It only means that you can start looking at your other options because let's imagine, for example, that you're a new guy at a law firm and you're getting paid a hundred, let's imagine like a hundred euros a day, right? And, you know, it's not great, but you're getting experience. You just got out of college. So you took one of the first jobs you could find. Ask yourself, is this really paying the bills? Is this really giving you the experience that you wanted it to give you? Because you can also go, for example, work at a supermarket, make the same kind of money and then get home at night every day and learn more about the topic that you're interested in. Take more online courses, maybe enroll in a new course at a new school. And I know it's not this black and white, guys. I completely get it. But you get what I'm trying to say, I feel like. So for this portion of the episode, I actually wanted to introduce you guys to a friend of mine. Her name is Mariana Dominguez, and she actually studied to become a news journalist in the University of Syracuse in New York. And she's recently changed career paths, at least temporarily, and I wanted to bring her in to sort of discuss this topic of why, you know, quitting or changing paths is perfectly normal and okay. I'm just gonna let her speak for herself, but... I asked her a few questions, and the first question was, tell us a little bit more about your experience in the journaling world and why you started. I've always been a storyteller. I think this passion really stemmed from an international upbringing. I grew up abroad and was always surrounded by people from all over the world whose stories were moving and inspiring. So I decided early on that I wanted to be able to pursue a career where I had the chance to positively impact the community I was in by sharing stories and hopefully inspire others to embrace differences and understand how we can bridge gaps in our local communities and beyond. I pursued journalism because I knew I'd be interacting with people on a daily basis and really be able to shine a light on their stories and give them a voice. That's awesome. And at some point you decided that this career was no longer for you. Why? What changed? Becoming a reporter was a dream come true. There I was positively impacting the community I was in. It was an incredible learning experience and I'll always carry it with me. But I eventually decided to go after other opportunities. I felt overworked and needed and wanted a break from the fast-paced environment I was in, and I had never considered doing anything else. So naturally, I was pretty nervous to make a change, but also genuinely excited to try something new. You know, what else is out there? Where can I apply my strengths? What else can I learn? What else am I good at? Were all questions that I had. It's so interesting that you say that because, you know, one of the things I was discussing earlier in this podcast is exactly how our questions sort of shift instead of asking, you know, like, how could I make this job less stressful? You started looking outward, right? And really asking yourself what you could change. That's super interesting. It's a decision that came with a lot of thought. It wasn't anything that was a spur of the moment decision. It was actually a really hard one filled with what ifs. And I think it's important to highlight that, you know, to take the time to really sit with yourself and think about everything that you want and need in that moment and what's possible for you. 
I kept reminding myself and continue to do so that nothing is set in stone. In my poetry, I write a lot about water because I like to think we're all in a constant state of flow. We might feel the urge to go upstream and try something new, then maybe turn around and head towards a stream we swam through once before, and so on. I absolutely love the way you put it. I think that that's so beautifully said. And you'll carry those experiences with you everywhere you go. I think that when we start accepting that there's no one way of doing things, that we can change course, we start shifting our mindset, which can alleviate some of the pressure we tend to put on ourselves. In that moment, I, I said, I have to show myself the same love and grace and encouragement that I give so effortlessly to my friends. In my case, journalism will always be my foundation. There were so many skills that transferred over into other areas. I became an even stronger writer, videographer, and overall communicator. Today, I've been able to write and produce content in different fields using those same skills, and I'm still figuring out what I'd like to pursue next. I have so many interests <laughs> and still think about returning to journalism, maybe in a different setting. It's such a broad field and there's so many paths you can take. Most recently, I've been diving into photography and that could spark an interest in photojournalism or product photography, documentaries, or something else entirely. <laughs> and that's the beauty of it all. It's okay to change paths, let go or return to a path, however many times you feel is right for you. I genuinely got goosebumps from that answer, and this is one of the many, many reasons I'm friends with you. I think you're such a good word artist. I don't even want to call you like a journalist or a writer. It's just you work so beautifully with words, and you put that so well. I 100% agree with you. Um, I guess for a final question, you've addressed this a little bit already, but do you see the time that you spent on, you know, that journalism, overworked, like you said, do you see that time as a waste and why or why not? I honestly believe that no experience is a waste of time. Being a reporter was a dream come true for me. It was humbling, rewarding, challenging, and like any experience, filled with ups and downs. Every opportunity we take will open our eyes in different ways. And I think the more experiences we have, the more we grow and shape who we want to become. And when the self-doubt surfaces, which it inevitably will, <laughs> something I, I like to think about is your curiosity has to be louder than your fear of what if. And always remember that you are filled with so much potential. We're always flowing and evolving, and it's okay to change our minds. It might be once, twice, three times, or many, many times. And when you follow your joy, you'll radiate joy. And I think that's an incredibly beautiful and brave thing to do. Thank you so much, Mariana, for agreeing to be on here and answering my questions. I'm sure that it helped people out a lot. And I can't wait to have you back for another episode. And thanks for being the first guest on my podcast, hopefully the first of many. I wanted to quickly summarize what I talked about in this podcast is that 
Quitting can be so, so good for you. It can open up the space for you to sort of go down a different path, discover something new, allow yourself to grow. But quitting should only happen at the point in which you feel like staying in it, persisting through the challenge is not bringing you any good, not even in the long run. So I decided that I wanted to end every single one of these podcasts with a little prompt and you can either journal on this prompt or think about it. It doesn't really matter. But the prompt for this podcast is for you to ask yourself, is there anything right now that you should consider quitting in your life? And if you don't think that there is, when is the last time that you quit something and what happened when you did? And that second prompt I think is so important, almost as important as the first one, because it allows you to reflect on what really happened when you quit. Did the world end or was it a better experience opportunity for you? Was it a better decision in the end? Because looking back at these things is always so much easier than when we're in the moment faced with that decision. So yeah, I wanted to leave you guys with that for this podcast episode. If you like this episode, please, 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 please share it with friends. Leave me a review. It would mean the world to me. I feel like, you know, a lot of people could benefit from this. So spreading the word is the way to go. Thank you for sticking out with me until the end. And I will see you guys in episode two. Bye. Thanks for listening to Forget the Norm. And remember, it's your life you're living after all.